and by the way, we're recording. I just want to make sure, you know, full disclosure. Um, All right. I, I, Trish asked me when I called her and I said yes. And her, her response was, do you know how to do that? <laughs> um, and I had, to con- I had to confess that my daughter, Hallie, taught me the, taught me the tricks. Uh, I'm, I'm semi-retired. I no longer teach full-time. Uh, but I sub at the same high school where I taught for all those years. And uh, this year, out of 100 and whatever it is, 178 days of school, I was there for 117. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so that's, that's you, margin fire, yeah. What's that? I'm sorry. I, yeah, can you hear me okay, or should I switch to my phone? No, my, no, that's fine. Phone. I think I was talking okay. over you. I apologize. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. So that, that's quite a bit. That's like... Two-thirds, right? Yeah. Yeah. The the uh, the rules about collecting your pension state that you can only have so many days. Uh, it, it was 100 days a year. And then after the pandemic ended, they lost all kinds of subs who didn't want to be around a bunch of germy kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they raised it to 120. And oh, they okay. And they also raised the pay at our district and many other districts did too. So... So I do that, yeah. and um, I'm coaching. Uh, I guess you would call that double dipping. Yes, double right, so. double dipping. I believe is the popular term for right. that. Uh, <laughs> the the uh, the rules are very very clear and very specific about it. I'm very careful making making sure I'm not breaking any of the rules. Um, right. The biggest difference for me is that I uh, no longer have to do all the stuff I didn't like doing as a teacher, and I get to have all the enjoyment of, of the stuff I did like. Oh, that's great. So yeah. are you, let me think now, don't tell me. Let me just try to do the numbers. Um, so I'm 72, so I built up Mary, Jones, David, Dennis, Danny. So five, Kevin, six children, so that's, Minimum 12 years, so you're probably just over 60, right? 62. 62. So you, I'm guessing you've opted to not take Social Security until uh, you can get full. Have you or have you not made that decision yet? That and just, by the way, you, you don't have to answer any of this if you no, want to. I'm just curious. No, I'm, I'm perfectly comfortable uh, answering any and all the questions because I, I found it a very uh, – uh, it was a very interesting process when I finally decided to retire. And if you're ever interested, uh-huh. I'll give you more details about that. But that's it's uh, it's interesting to me. I've I've learned not to assume that what's interesting to me is interesting to others. Um, right. <laughs> the decision not to take Social Security was made for me 40 years ago because teachers in Illinois don't pay into Social Security. We only pay into the state teachers' retirement system. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm not eligible for Social Security. Never will be. Um, I do have a job, a summer job at the DeKalb Park District, which I've had for over 30 years now at the golf course. And I've paid right. in, I've paid in through that, but it's pretty small. It's pretty small. So right. I may get a, a token amount when I turn 67 uh, from that, but it's, it's never going to be anything uh, that'll change yeah. any of my future decisions, you know, decisions but about it's that. it's like that, the, uh, the school, the teachers association thing must be at least equal to the level of the federal social security no uh better considerably better yeah yeah so uh i when i got out uh the uh the arrangement was 80 percent of the average of your best five years of salary Right, right so for most teachers that's your last five years and 
uh, in Illinois, they've monkeyed around with things and allow t- uh, school districts to give you up to a 6% raise per year in your last four years, which artificially inflates your, uh, you know, your average salary for reporting uh, for terms of taking out the pension. That's, that's one of the reasons the pension system is, is badly over, uh, overpromised. <laughs> At this point, yeah, uh, that plus they took they took um, um, projections of the investment portfolio of the teachers' retirement system based on the '80s when everything was super high on the market. Yeah, and then they yeah. said, "Well, we'll get that forever, so we can promise this much for this many years for this many people." And then people lived longer too, and they, right, they right. didn't count on that. So yeah. yeah, all it takes is a year or two in that. Uh, regard to throw the numbers way off. That's yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh. And, and, uh, oh. so, yeah, so there are many reasons, none of which are my fault, but I went ahead and signed up and, and took it when I could get it. Cause who knows, who knew when it was ever going to be like that again? Right. It hasn't, right. it hasn't changed yet. Um, but it, but it could, but I would be most likely grandfathered in from, the, you know, on, under the terms under which I, uh, retired. So. Cool. So that's Very that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I um, just, uh, so I retired, I, let's see, I left my last corporate job with a utility in 99, actually, yeah, no, early 99, and then I worked for 17 years, so to 2016, I worked for myself as a consultant, and, um, but I was, I, I continued to pay into Social Security, I was a, I was the sole employee of my corporation, and uh, and I loved it. I just had a great a great run. I made good money. I mean, not that that was the total focus, but being able to be in control of my own schedule was probably the biggest, and and being able to do something I really enjoyed, and only for organizations that I felt like working for. If I got into a tiff with somebody, I could just leave, and that was great. It was uh, for a Beverly personality. It was it was a long time in coming. I should have done it earlier. It was great. <laughs> for a Beverly person. That's good. Yeah. So in, when I turned 66 in 2016, um, I stopped. Well, I continued to work just a little bit longer, maybe a couple of months for to wrap up some work that I was doing for a guy. And then I've just been on, uh, we've been on our social security and, um, we've got uh, a nice amount of money that we had saved over the last 15 or 20 years um, in CDs and an annuity. Um, so based on all that, um, and I was able to pay my house off. So we, we live comfortably. We're not wealthy. We don't have fancy cars, but we do get to travel a lot. And um, so, yeah, it's been, been good. I'm 72, but I feel like I'm well, I can't really say I feel like I'm 40. I feel like I'm at least 50 anyway. You know? <laughs> doing good. Um, that's really good because for most people who who don't have a state like Illinois who's willing to, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> make irresponsible yeah. long-term financial decisions for their for their taxpayers, um, it, it is it is a big, big decision to finally say, okay, this is enough in our savings. This will be enough in social security. And we've made these move, you know, these moves, like you said, so, uh, paying off the house and, and living modestly, uh, to be able to do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, good. that's a big step and your health is good. So that's, that's good to your house. Casey's health. Good. Yeah. The health is quite good. I actually, you know, I, I wore contacts. Oh, I should ask, how long do you, 
how long do you have? I mean, you're not you're not working every day. Are you are you off for the summer at this point? So I'm off from the school year. I'm off for the summer uh, at the golf course. I work weekends. I choose to work Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the golf course so I can have Monday through Thursday off because the things I oh. like to do with my free time, like fishing, canoeing, golfing, hiking, are always busy and packed on the weekends. So I work when yeah. other people are doing what I like to do, and then I'm off when I can do what they're, you know, when they can't do it. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, so I'm, I'm off for the day, yeah. Okay, good. So, um, yeah, what was that question about? Anyway. Um, uh, I, I was asking how your, your health and, and Casey's health. Oh, yeah, yeah, so health. Um, so Casey had her cataracts done about three or four years ago, and that went really well. Um, she opted to not pay the, the real high-end uh, LASIK surgery, which is not covered by Medicare. Uh, the, the, the basic cataract surgery is covered by Medicare. But, so anyway, she got, she went mid range and she still has to wear readers for close up. I've worn contacts since, uh, or glasses since I was like 12, I think. Right. And when I did the cataract thing, I opted to go to get the high-end LASIK surgery. It was like 9,500 bucks. Wow. But it's incredible. I don't, I don't wear contacts. I don't wear readers. Um, I, I, I can see distance. I can see close up. It's, it's amazing. So you so see, I, I, you see better now than you did when you were 13 or 14 or 15. Ab- absolutely. Yep. Yep. Wow. And here's an interesting thing. Um, they did one eye, one week and then the second eye was two weeks later so i come out of the first surgery and later on that afternoon you know it's you're still kind of fuzzy and things are coming in but i'm noticing that there's something really weird about the new eye and i won't tell you exactly what it was right now but so the next morning just as weird i'm like this is kind of strange. So you, you go in, I mean, this is like a cattle car operation. The way, they, the way they, they run people through, it's amazing. And, of course, Florida's full of old people, so right. there's lots of old people getting their cataracts done and getting LASIK surgery. And all. So anyway, I go in for my follow-up, and he goes, how's everything? I said, oh, it's good. It's good. I had pain, no pain, no pain. Everything's good. I said, but you know what? I said, something's kind of weird. And I'm just wondering when it's going to settle down. I said, right now, the new lens is like, it's it's like, what was the word I used? Uh, it's like I'm seeing um, LED. That's what I call it. It's like LED lights. Yeah. And I said, I'm wondering when is that going to tone down? And he just looked at me and he goes, it's not going to tone down. That's what you're supposed to be seeing. <laughs> kidding me? Because I didn't, you know, I, I went to my optometrist at uh, Costco every year to get my contacts upgraded, and finally this past year he said, "Yeah, I can't, I can't do any more. You're going to have to go get your cataracts done." But up till then, I'd, I'd ask, I'd say, "Well, how are the cataracts?" Because I figure I got to get them. And he goes, oh, yeah, you'll get them, but they're not bad. They're okay. So finally, he said, yeah, I can't really correct it much more. Uh, so you're going to need to go and get the cataracts removed. And then if you choose to get LASIK surgery at the same time, you probably won't ever come back to see me. But if you don't do the LASIK surgery, then come back after they get rid of the uh, cataracts and we'll upgrade your contacts. So I basically, I tell 
what I told him was, I have an LED eye and I have an incandescent. <laughs> my, my cataract eye was like yellow. I mean, I was seeing yellow. And, I, and so then when they did my second eye and I had two LED eyeballs, it was <laughs> incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you use the analogy to different kinds of light bulbs. Being a guy who worked for uh, electrical, you know, utility companies your whole life—that's awesome. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's what um, you know, we do. We do that. We used we use terminology that we're comfortable with that that ex- that expresses or conveys that you know the way the way we uh, can best do it. I can never yeah. stop being an English teacher and a and a speech teacher. Sorry. Um, so so. Okay, so that that obviously is an adjustment, you know, uh, for, for eyesight. But your overall health has been good, though. Yeah, yeah. Good. I mean, um, I had gotten up to two hundred and three pounds mm. <laughs> when I was traveling a lot, yeah. just eating like I wanted to, and I realized I got to do something. So I lost. This was probably in twenty fourteen, I think, and <clears throat> so I lost twenty five pounds. Good, uh, just counting calories and. I've found five of those pounds, but I've kept 20 of them off, so... <laughs> Jim uh, Izzo likes that yeah. one. I, I told him yeah, I had lost some... Work, yeah. I'm sorry, my go ahead. My blood work is decent. My blood work's decent every year. Um, I've had both my knees replaced. Oh, boy. They're great. I can hike all over the place. And, um, you know, so, yeah, my health is good. Casey's health is good. So good. Can't good. I told Jim Izzo I had I also had done not not for the reasons you did, but uh, basically eating what I want when I want as much as I want because it tasted good and I felt like it. <clears throat> and I had put on about twenty. I, I think I was my normal weight was somewhere in the low one fifties, and I was up to one seventy six point five. I'll never forget this. And uh, decided to eat when I'm hungry and stop when I'm full. I didn't count calories. I didn't cut out any foods. I didn't give any restrictions as to what I ate. I just said, when you're full, stop eating and don't eat again until you're hungry. And I lost 25 pounds in about a month, maybe a month. I guess maybe maybe two months, two months. Um, same as you. I just I just stopped overeating. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> yeah. So. so, okay, well, good, so. good, good. Yeah. Well, okay. So you saw the the general, the, you know, you saw the gist of what I wanted to do. Our, at, our, at his last birthday, our younger brother Jim informed me that there's nobody left in the family under sixty. Wow. And, and that you know, and think about that. And we're all still alive, and and uh, and who knows, you know, who knows what the what the order is going to be. But at some point, we're not going to all be here anymore. And uh, right. So I, I I had this idea of all kinds of grandiose ideas, and I thought, no, 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 no. Shorten, simplify. Concise, you know, make it concise, make it quick, easy, and and uh, and let's go with that, and then and then we'll we'll put this together. So, I I boiled it down to two things. One is that we all love telling stories, so give me a story I have never heard before, or may, maybe have never heard before. And the other thing was, and you can do these in either order you want. What's the biggest difference? And I, I, at first, I asked uh, Barb, "What did she think of the questions?" And I also talked to Joan, and I said, "What's the biggest difference?" between your childhood and now and they both kind of ask the same question big difference in what the world the country uh you know uh, uh, animals uh, you know what are you talking about (laughs) so i said i guess i better boil it down to what's the biggest difference in your life and that can apply in any way you want um right or or tell me a story i've never heard before Uh, actually i'd like you to answer both in in either order yeah both so i i I came up with uh you know i i I saw your your email at like seven o'clock this morning and thought about it a little bit and uh, looked at it again. That uh, when did you send it? Uh, last oh. evening, I think. I don't maybe eight o'clock or something last night, roughly. Yeah. Okay. All right. And so then I thought about it, and then 
then I talked to Casey briefly about it and, and, and then, um, actually I was, I was doing some work this morning and I took out a few minutes and started penciling up some ideas. So I've actually got this sort of written out. Oh, good. And I'll send it to you so that you can take it and do whatever you want with it and, and then incorporate it in your Google doc. Um, yeah. But and I don't have an answer yet to uh, stories I haven't told. I want to. <laughs> I will come up. Will come up with one for sure. Okay. Um, and I'll send, I'll send it to you. But I don't have that yet. But I'm just going to read you what I've written, and and then. But I'm going to give you a couple of caveats first um, because I I want this to be uh, a- accurate and not preachy in any way because sure. I'm still a Jehovah's So sure. of course we still. You know, I still feel very strongly about my beliefs. Um, of course, and not that not that other people don't, but but that's that is I shouldn't say obviously that is a, a and continues to be the the core focus of my life, and it hasn't ended up being that for all of my children, as you well know. Jason's not a Jehovah's Witness anymore, but the other three still are, and their families, um, for the most part, are. Um, so it's 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 interesting that that has filtered down or has uh, ended up being what it is. Um, but I don't I don't really want to be preachy at people. But when you ask me what's the difference between when I was eighteen and now that I'm seventy two, it's very clear to me <laughs> what the difference is. So here's sure. what I wrote. Here's what I wrote. And I want to remove anything that sounds uppity or I'm better than you because of what I believe, because it's not that at all. Yeah. So here's, here's, what I, here's what I wrote, and then we can just sort of chat if you want. So my, here's my comment. By studying the Bible with and getting baptized as one of Jehovah's Witnesses, I've been able to enjoy a truly unique worldwide brotherhood. In addition to close friendship with dozens of people in the U.S., in just the last 17 years, I've attended conventions in, and then I'm going to list these, and then the comment after that is, uh, the social environments in these places varied, varies, I should say, from above the U.S. standard of living to way below (laughs) the U.S of living yet in each case i was warmly welcomed and totally felt totally safe so i haven't gone beyond that statement other than to list these places that i've been in the last 17 years um so here i'll just rattle them off in 2006 poznan poland which was probably close to the same uh Standard as the U.S. Okay. Pretoria, South Pretoria, South Africa in 2009. That's uh, actually Pretoria itself is at the level of the U.S., but the rest of South Africa is, you know, maybe 20 percent below. Um, then in 2012, Hamilton, New Zealand, which is way above the U.S. standard. Hmm. <laughs> Most people don't know that. Uh, 2014, Harare, Zimbabwe, which was probably the most incredible place that I've been, but extremely well below the U.S. because of Robert Mugabe, who was a total dictatorial maniac. And once he kicked out the Europeans, which I get, uh, you know, the whole colonial era 
and this is not all written in here, by the way. I'm just, okay. I'm just to you. Um, the whole uh, colonial era for Africa was total rape, pillage, and plunder. And understandably, Africans in general and specific countries in Africa reacted differently when they came out from under colonial rulership. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mugabe decided to just kick them all out and took all of the property, all the land, all the farms, all the, all the, all the material items, pretty much, and pretty much kicked everyone out. And wow. within 20 years, the country went from being the breadbasket of Southern Africa, Southern Africa being as large as the United States. Okay. It went from being the breadbasket for Southern Africa to not being able to feed its own people. So when you talk about inability to govern, this guy was amazing. He's he a, he was the poster child for that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that was 2014. That was an incredible experience. And then 2019 in Buenos Aires, Argentina. So, um, and Buenos Aires itself is probably equal to the U.S. Um, and we did travel, we traveled all over Argentina, not all over, but traveled down into Patagonia, which was just incredible. Um, and so anyway, yeah, so. 2006, Poland, 2009, South Africa, 2012, New Zealand, 2014, Zimbabwe, 2019, Argentina. And to be safe, to feel safe, obviously, you're only as safe as where, you know, where else you might travel. Um, and once you get outside of the convention environment, you're, you're subject to whatever's going on in that part of the world. Sure. But to me, that would would I have ever thought when I was 18 that I would experience those kinds of things? Well, you know, first of all, when I was 18, I thought, well, we're going to change the world and it's going to just be this peaceful, loving place that we all really wish life would be. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I'm going to be able to do all that. But by the time I was 23, it's like, yeah, this isn't happening. Mm-hmm. It's certainly not happening very quickly and it doesn't really look like it's going to happen. So yeah, to be able to experience that, um, my, you know, I am very grateful for it, and um, it's made it's made my life very pleasant and um, fulfilling. And so there you have it. There you how, have how it. Does, how does that sound? Now let me just go back and read what you'll actually get in my snip. So by studying the Bible with and getting baptized as one of Jehovah's Witnesses. I've been able to enjoy a truly unique worldwide brotherhood. In addition to close friendship with dozens of people in the U.S., in just the last 17 years, I've attended conventions in those six, five places. The social environments in these places vary from above that of the U.S. standard of living to way below. Yet in each case, I was warmly welcomed and felt totally safe. Yeah. I think that sounds great, and I think the the um, you know the the reference to the fact that you have built your life or tried to build your life on a foundation of a deep abiding faith in the the God and Jesus Christ that you believe in and worship is something that I think every Beverly, because of how we were raised, ought to be able to appreciate and respect. Just right there, just that's it, right there. 
that that statement yeah. alone and as long as they understand the fact that you uh y- you know you 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 did this deliberately carefully thoughtfully not rashly and then you've given it the test of time the time of well 50 years right 49 yeah. you just said from 23 to, to to the age of 23 to 72 yeah. you've given it the test yeah. of time and you've weathered all the possible um, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, slings and arrows of doubt or, or, or uh, detractors, if you will, from within and without. I know there's probably been conversations you've had with people in our family. I won't ask about those, but I'm sure there probably have been uh, that have ranged from everything from uh, from complete, just utter uh, re- re- rejection, I guess I'll say, uh, to someone like me who was you know was studying when, and th- thinking about getting yeah. baptized in the faith so um yeah and and yet actually, we, what's that I, I was gonna say actually i i have had uh conversations not not to any great length and none of them have been negative so oh, good i good. i really yeah no i really feel i mean maybe people have some negative thoughts and just didn't voice them and that's okay Sure. Um, sure. That's what. Okay. That's that's called that's called civilization. That's called polite yeah. and and uh, and respectful discourse, right? Yeah, which is what we experience all the time in this country now, right? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just incredible what's happened in this in, in the world in general in the last 10, 15 years. It truly and is here in particular. Oh my! Goodness. Truly is, Bob. And uh, my theory is that all of that happened because we got so good at communication. And I don't mean the the the, pro, the quality and the process of open and, and polite uh, discourse. I mean the mechanics of sending any message yeah. you want, as much as you want, as crazy as you want, to as many people yeah. as you want, all at one time, and never think a second before you hit the the send button, or the yeah. po- or the yeah. post. More accurately, the post button. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah. So all well, the good. I'm glad to hear that. I, I'm glad. And and. Uh, no, it didn't come across to me. It didn't come across as preachy at all. It came across as very genuine and very honest and very uh, uh, up, up, up front and forthright. And that's exactly yeah. what I would want to hear. And I'm not surprised, you know, to hear you say that. I was, uh, I was figuring it might have something to do with with something along those lines. And uh, yeah, I with think. You, pardon me. With being a witness. Yeah, I kind of figured it might. You know, it might have. Yeah. It, it, it would. It would seem like you know you've devoted your whole life to it. You've gone to these conventions throughout the U.S. and and it sounds like throughout the world. And uh, you know, I it is it is uh, a, it is and has been very life changing for for people who yeah. I've known. And I've known a few of my a few of my students um, and a couple of guys. This the the Bruce Bruce uh, that I ran into at the golf course a year ago still asks about Bob Bruce. What was his last name? Um. He was a he was a member of your congregation here. Did he? Oh, oh, wait a minute, Bruce. Bruce. Oh, yeah, no, it's not coming to me. Okay, I'll, I'll mention it to Casey, and she might remember. If I see him again, I'll say, "Hey, let me take a picture to send to Bob because he has asked about you." Yeah. So, so I know that he remembers you guys. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, I'd like to touch base. Yeah. So anyway, so that's been interesting, and uh, and. Yeah, the, these are these are as I keep saying to Barb when I come home from school with another wacky, crazy oh, story. Hold I, on, oh, okay. Hey, Kevin, hold on just a second. Okay. Huh? Hey, she's, hey. Bill is asking you an important question about marriage. Oh, okay. 
Um, I just have to answer something here. We, uh, I'm, I'm fully retired from my secular work, but uh, for the last, since 2010, I've done work for the World Headquarters Computer Department, uh, World Headquarters of Jehovah's Witnesses Computer Department, which uh, is uh, located in Newburgh, New York. But anyway, uh, we, we build software that's used by our organization around the world to manage and maintain and build uh, not just kingdom halls, but branch facilities and all that. Wow. So hold on a second. Okay. I've got to answer the guy about he's trying to do a merge and should he do it now? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, sure. Go ahead. Getting close to meeting building Can't extra page. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, right now, um, there are, uh, it, it's a, what I work on is a software development team. Uh, it's, it's a team of like 10 people, and we take the, the, the ask from our stakeholder, which uh, in our case, is the Worldwide Design Construction Group. Okay. And then they, they say, we need this, that, and that. And then we take that request and and we add that functionality to the product that's been under development for 12 years. I mean, it's it's live, but it's constantly evolving. Wow. And, so, yeah, it's really... And do You, you yeah. obviously must have coders on this on this team then. We do have coders. We have... Uh, I'm, a, I'm a facilitator... Uh, and I, I do know some coding, but not much. I would never present myself as a coder. I did do a fair amount of quite robust uh, SQL reporting as part of my last 17 years of work, but I'm not a developer. So anyway, we have um, a requirements person who happens to be Casey in our case, and she takes the, the ask and puts it into uh you know, developer, de- developerese uh, yeah. into word that is very use specific and uh, able to be tested uh, dynamically. And then we have uh, UX people who decide what it looks like. And then we have five developers that build it. And then we have two QA people that test it. And yeah, so wow. there's probably 40 of those such teams that do work on our platforms for that handle everything from financial management all the way to personnel management to construction planning and yeah it's it's absolutely amazing you know we you know that we believe that the earth is going to one day again be a paradise and so and that the people running it will be jesus and his anointed followers from the heavens but there will be people on the earth that take direction. And what I can tell you is that this organization was a million people when I was baptized in 73. Mm-hmm. We're now at eight half million. We're, we don't ever really feel like we're going to get to 15 or 20 million. We sound like we're going to grow endlessly, but we are at eight and a half million. But I can tell you right now, this organization is ready 
to run the world. We could run, we could do it. Wow. That's not, not our goal. It's not our goal. We, we couldn't do it with the current Correct. 8 billion people because <laughs> they wouldn't allow it. No, no. You know, they, they'd blow us off the face of the earth. So that, <laughs> but if, if you removed all of the negative negativity and got pe- people who were obedient and willing to follow direction, um, yeah, we could run the world. It's it's amazing. It's it's so encouraging, and it's and it keeps you young too. I mean, because you can't you can't be in the in the web environment and not uh, you know not be on your game because it just changes so rapidly. Constantly, had you known when you started, forget 1973, even in in 2000, right. you said you right you retired roughly around you know somewhere right before the turn of the century. It, had you known that that any of this would even exist, you would have never thought you'd be working in it. Exactly. You know, you yeah, didn't, no. you didn't go to college to be a computer, uh, system. No. So, yeah. And no, case, I, neither I, did I Casey, went, but I went to college to have fun. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, did, I was just going to say, did you accomplish that? I yes, you did. You did or did not get a degree. I'm sorry. I, I never did. Um, oh, I, interesting. The way, the way I put it on my resume is I got the equivalent of two associate degrees, <laughs> but that and that, so I did never lie. I'm not. I'm not like that guy in uh, in in Brooklyn or wherever he was from. You know the the representative that oh, totally blew. Yeah. So I never lied, but I did say I yeah, the equivalent of uh, yeah. an associate in um, electrical engineering and an associate in uh, arts or whatever you would call it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the electrical oh, yeah. engineering one is the one that you parlayed into an actual gain, gainful employment uh, type career. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then, well, no, that actually was just specifically uh, power line design and more specifically distribution voltage power line design. So in other words, uh, somebody buys a 40-acre lot 20 miles west of DeKalb and wants to build a subdivision. I would go in and say, okay, here's how we're going to bring you your underground lines and here's where we'll put our transformers and all that sort of stuff. So, and as well as maintaining the existing power stru- in- infrastructure of the grid. Uh, so that, that was a very specific job, but it, at the end, yeah, I couldn't find a job. I was moving, I moved to Maryland and couldn't get a job as an engineer, but I got a job in materials management as a buyer and then that is what parlayed into accounts payable, general ledger, inventory purchasing, requisitioning, receiving, all that kind of stuff. And is that and what you made your you're living at more of more of your career for more the, of your career? The, the last seventeen years, that's how I made my money. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Okay. And it just it wasn't there wasn't a plan. It just sort of happened. You know? Yeah. And I think that's true of a lot of people's uh, life, you know, journey or career journey is they, things just kind of unfold in front of them and they pick this path, not that one. And they meet this guy or that lady or find this company or what have you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we, we, as Beverly's, we are learners. We are, um, we are good. We have good people skills. We really do. Yes. I, we have good people skills. Those are the soft skills that employers nowadays say that they cannot teach to people. They, you, yeah. you, you have to either have them or, or be willing to learn them, you know, in, in some, in some other way. But, yeah. uh, that's what, that is one thing that Beverly's are good at. We, we know how to talk to people <laughs> Yeah, and no, we that, were, 
we work hard and we're reliable. We show up, you know, we do the job. We, uh, mm-hmm. And I can, I can definitely attribute that to mom and dad. I mean, they, they really did an, inc- an amazing job raising 12 human beings that <laughs> had very strong personalities. Of course, they had them too, and that's why we got them, I think. Um, and, and, but they, yeah, they were an amazing couple. And, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to see them again sometime at it- some point. It is. It is true. They. They. Yeah. They. They deserve a lot of the. If, if you want to use the word credit, maybe blame. Who knows? <laughs> for how. For how, yeah. we, for how. How many of us turned out? You know, uh, and made it because you're right. It's, yeah. it's. You can't raise twelve kids. I don't know how you, anybody thinks they can raise twelve kids. They're crazy. But. But we're all. You know, we're all okay. Uh, basically. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Well, around some stuff so i will email this to you and you are free to do what you want with it as far as editing it and if if it shows up as something totally different than i <laughs> intended i'll call it out but other than that i trusted you and then i will at some point i'll come up with a good uh experience that that would be enjoyable for folks to remember you have visited much of the world i know you have stories to tell so i'm ha- i'm ha- going to happily look forward to well, those if you're in, if if you're including all of those, yeah, I can. I've, I've got so many of those. I, it would bore you to tears. Oh yeah, yeah. Use. No, these no, these I'll, these are any stories that anybody wants to share. I want to I want to hear them. So yeah, definitely. Actually, this the one I have is really really cool, and it, I'll send you some links with it and, and all of that. And it will be. It is such a Beverly view of how things should have been, and then they really <laughs> weren't quite quite were not that. But ended up being amazingly encouraging. So yeah, now that you've opened it up, I thought we were looking for things under the age of eighteen. No, I should have said that. I I, I meant a story from your life. I maybe yeah. I'll, I'll maybe I'll send out a clarification just to just to make sure people get that. I wasn't talking about your childhood stories. They could be from yeah, any time. Because maybe it was clear to everybody else, but it wasn't to me. Obviously, that could be. That could be. But I'll, but I'll send it just to make sure. And uh, Bob, I can tell you right now, your 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 uh, statement because it's obvious to me you clearly worked hard on trying to make sure it sounded the right way. It's going to go in verbatim. I will All I will right. not edit a word of it. All right. Period. All right. right. Hey, listen, I'm so glad you took time to talk to me about this stuff. And uh, it's, it's going to be fun. I've already had two and I can't wait to hear the other nine. Uh, excuse me, 10. <laughs> no, wait, I have 11 siblings. The other nine. I was right the first time. <laughs> yeah. And uh, listen, take care. I love you, brother. And love you. It's, it's great Thanks. talking to you. Tell Casey hi, too. I will. Okay. Thanks, man. Bye. Okay, bye.